Hello, welcome to the to my podcast. Um, yeah, I've just like tried to record. Well, I've I've just recorded an episode or recorded, yeah, and it stopped at seventeen minutes. So now I have to record again. So here we go. Um, yeah, Liverpool with Bournemouth match preview review. Sorry. Um, also as well, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that um yeah, thank you for for your support so far. Um yeah, it's blown my mind how many people have like listened and DM'd me and told me that it's been good and just encouraging me. Do you know what I mean? So um yeah, <clears throat> I really appreciate it. Um yeah, I'm gonna try my best. Um, there'll be a lot more of this stuff coming more coming coming yeah um so yeah just stay tuned um follow the podcast on spotify i think you can do it on apple podcast but yeah follow also as well you can follow me as well on twitter samuel ap1 underscore same thing on instagram um but yeah so yeah i just want to say thank you to you guys for the support thus far none of you guys have to listen do you get what i mean so the fact that you are even if you've listened for five minutes, you get me, like, yeah, I appreciate it, so, yeah, thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, yeah, so Liverpool vs Bournemouth, 3-1, better, better, better game, better performance from the, from the Chelsea game, um, lots of build-up mistakes in the beginning, um, but I think I saw a lot of intent, and I think, I think, I think that I'm seeing signs of a change, you know, I think we're seeing a shift, so I, I know this, this sounds, you know, hoop to do, and, but, but I think, you know, first of all, I just want to say that, you know, we do, like, this box formation, just, please, let's just put it on pause for now, even if we do line up, even if we do line up in a, in a 3 2 3 we do not, exercise the benefits of a box midfield what do i mean by that i mean we like the box to the double six and the two eights are meant to stay in the center more or less to attract to attract space for the wide players yeah that's that's the aim that's more or less the aim of a box yes it's more nuanced than that but more or less the general aim or the way it's been used in for Man City, Arsenal, etc. Um, to attract space, to create space for their wide players. Um, we do not do that. <clears throat> um, I think, yeah, I just want to point out because we don't do that. So, but I'm gonna go into into depth in another episode because I think that's a whole other topic to discuss. But I just wanted to, just to throw that out into the spanner. That made no sense, but yeah, I just want to throw that out. So foot out there yeah so start from the beginning we had lots of lots of lots of build up mistakes not lots but had a few build up mistakes i think that was a result of us trying to stick to the game plan too much um what i mean by that is that we were trying to calm our build up down i think i think i saw especially van dyke Konate, and allison were continuously exchanging passes between themselves trying to shift the ball from left to right trying to find a gap in their block because that's, that's the whole point of um 
horizontal passes, especially between the, the centre-backs. I think Brighton do it quite a bit. C do it where the centre-backs or the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper will just pass between themselves to attract someone to jump on them, to attract space in behind, to, to find the spare man, etc, etc. Um, so I saw that, but I think the Bournemouth players didn't jump. They didn't um, do that. Um, and so Van Dijk, I think the pass to, to, to Trent was very, was a bit too high. And I think there was a, a bit too much power in it. Um, I think maybe if he passed that to like a Thiago, for example, I think maybe he, he could have done use with it. But on the whole, I think, um, yeah, that pass was a was a was a bad pass from Van Dijk. Um, and also as well, we saw Allison. He was waiting, waiting. That's yeah, like he was just waiting, 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 waiting before he passed, and then he fouled and got the, the yellow card. But just those things made me think. All right, cool. Maybe we're just trying to wait for maybe he, he was waiting for a movement for a for a rotation for a blind side run for example um so i think yeah i think we try to you know calm down our boat calm our board up down we try to you know wait to see who was the spare man um which is good you know like we, we usually we're rushing our board up usually we're we're you know we're trying to spam vertical passes in behind so we didn't do that this time. Um, it was much, much, much more calmer, even though we had a lot of mistakes. So, yeah, I think the mistakes were just a byproduct of the game plan being maybe emphasised a bit too much. Um, so that was good. Um, I think it was also as well, our our width in our build-up was good as well. I think Konate, apart from the Alisson mistake where he fouled the Bournemouth player, I was screaming at my TV. I said to Konate, shift, shift, shift. He was standing right next to, to Alisson. I think if he moved towards the touchline, maybe Alisson would have passed it down. And the, the, and, and and I think that they would have been a pass down the line for Konate or a pass inside. But yeah, I think um, apart from that, I think Konate did really well with his positioning. I think he was able to... He played as a RCB in a back three or a right back in, in a back four. Depending on if Allison was functioning as that centre back in possession as well. But I think Konate was really, 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 really good in his positioning. I think he was able to um I think his position attracted a Bournemouth player towards him and that created a space. I think it was either McAllister was available for that pass inside. Um Salah or Sabozlai was would be available for the pass on the touchline down the line, and then Trent, either Trent Jota or whoever would be available for the pass in that half space. So um, yeah, I was really really happy with the with the options that Konate had every single time he had the ball. Um, I think that was probably emphasised by Klopp again. I think in past games, I think we've seen that Konate is like so far away from the nearest player in build up. And it makes so and it makes no sense because Konate is like probably if you take out probably I'll probably say it's between him and between him and Robbo, who's our worst build up players in, in our back line. Like if you don't give them options on the ball, I think those two definitely struggle to find openings and struggle to and I think in the past teams have used either of them as pressing triggers. So yeah, so I was happy with the fact that we always, always, always supported, or most of the time, 
five percent of the time we supported Trent. I mean, we supported Konate with options on the ball. Um, he also was able. I think he also utilized his carrying, his ball carrying. We saw once or twice he 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 was able to carry the ball forward, and you know break their lines. So that was really good. I was really really happy. And and as well, I think. I think his positioning, Konate's positioning was really good because it because he because he was so wide. That meant that Bournemouth's first line of pressure had to stretch, which meant that it would create gaps in their pressing block, if that makes sense. So, um, and and also as well, it meant that the distance that it would take from for I don't know Solanke or Anthony or whoever it was on that right side, the distance that it would take for them to reach Konate would be just a bit longer, and that would give him a bit more time and space to make that pass. So I think it was a really smart tactic. I think our build-up tactic more or less was to go around him rather than go through them. Or maybe it was to go around them to go through them. So what I mean by that is sometimes maybe it would be we we give the ball we pass the ball out to Konate. He might be positioned on the on the in that deep right back touchline zone and then he would pass the ball inside to McAllister or Trent, for example, if they weren't picked up. Um, I think um, Bournemouth at times were slow to shift. So whenever the ball was played to the far side to other flanks and they needed to, to press the, op- the opposition fullbacks, either Trent or Robbo or Konate, um, I think that sometimes they were slow to shift over and they were slow to, as a group, I think they're pressing, I think they pressed with, with four players. So their block of four was quite slow to shift over and that meant that um there was always gonna be a spare man. So sometimes it was Jota would drop in, sometimes it was um suppose Lice, maybe it was Salah, uh maybe it was Trent or McAllister would be available for that pass back inside into the centre. So I'm talking about basically around the centre half basically. Um what do you call it? Um yeah that was really good. So we wanted to go out around them more or less um um i think trent as well was really good in providing those runs down the line whenever Konate got the ball to be able to break through and to get through their press um so i think that was more or less our um build up um tactics i think it was definitely to go around their block go so basically to yeah so it was it was to go around before going through or it was to go around, just to go around, rather than going through their block. Um, so that was really good. I think our build-up impressed me. I think we did have a few mistakes. We did, you know, do a few things wrong. Um, yeah, like, you know, it, there, was a, there, there was a few issues with our technical errors. I think we just wasn't technically consistent enough in our passes and whatnot. But apart from that, I think... The idea was there, you know. I think the idea was there. Um, we saw again that Trent was fluid in his positioning. I think maybe I think that made things a bit harder for Bournemouth. I think the fact that we were alternating between our build-up, we were like changing how many players we had in our build-up. It was yeah. So I think that was really good. I think sometimes we were put up with with four players or five. Uh, Sometimes with six. Um, so I think it was really, really good. I think we were I think I like the way we were able to adapt our build up to whatever Bournemouth were doing. Um so if need be, we would include Allison to to overload our first line. So it'll be 
Konate, Alisson, Van Dijk, Robbo as like a four, as like a back four in possession with maybe um, McAllister as a pivot and maybe Gakpo would drop in or Sobozlai or Trent would be inverted or Jota would drop in. So it, it was very, very varied. We were very, very good in our um, ideas. We were able to adapt to um, Bournemouth very, very well. So I was happy with that, I can't lie. Very, very happy with that. Um, moving on. Moving on. So that's the build-up phase. Um, yeah, I think... I just want to talk about Diaz quickly here because I think he scored, had a good game. But I think just for some room for improvement was he need we need to, we need to be making more of our 1v1s. I think Diaz does not make enough. He doesn't use the 1v1s enough. I think... He could be much, 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 much more explosive. I think he could be. He should choose to go on the outside more rather than always wanna want wanting to cut in. I think even during the game, it got to a point where I wanted him just to stay in the center or drift over to to the right half space, for example. Because I think he can be a bit predictable. You know, when he when he's on that when 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 he's, when he's on the left, you know, I think defenders are starting to realize that you know. He just wants to cut in, cut in and shoot, or cut in and pass. So I think he needs to, and obviously the few times where he did go on the outside and use his left foot, he forced the issue, and that's what we need. You know, I think we need um more superiority down that down that left side. I think um definitely, 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 definitely need to make more use of his one v ones, um <clears throat> because um yeah, we just. Definitely need to do that. But I do think as well, to be fair to him, maybe at times be a bit slow to, you know, give him support. I think obviously sometimes Robo was a bit too deep to provide that overlap. Or Gekpo was already in the box. Or he maybe was, yeah, a bit deeper as well. So I think we need to, we definitely need to sort that out, you know, try to cause more problems down that left side. Um, mm, yeah. So that's what I want to say. Um, but yeah, moving on from Diaz. I also like the fact that he was able to, how he, he did his last season as well, to be fair. But I think I like the way he drifts over to the right side. If the ball is on that side and he just combines, he rotates, he um, creates chances. I think he created that chance for Salah. I think Salah uh, missed, I think he took the touch a bit too heavily. Um, but yeah, Diaz is really good at drifting over and being a spare man and creating a chance. Yeah, you know I mean, I so thought that was really good from Diaz as well. <clears throat> but yeah, again, I've written here on my notes. Um, by the way, today's notes are four pages. They're four pages. So one, two, yeah, three pages. Four pages. Sorry. Um. But yeah, again, Trent, his position was very very fluid. I like that a lot. Um, the right back, half space, central zones. Um, also, as well, who actually saw the set pieces? The set piece, our new set piece routine with the way they. I'm sure that that's the first time that I've seen it, but yeah, the set piece was cool. You know, the little running circle around Van Dyke. Um, <laughs> the Bournemouth the Bournem players were absolutely like, like confused. Like, they were getting pushed and shoved and yeah they were getting pushed around um so yeah that was nice a, a nice little set piece routine 
I think even Van Dijk hit, hit the pulse from it. But yeah, nice to see that we're still we're probably still gonna be one of the best set piece teams in the league. So I expect us to, you know, I expect us to score the most set piece goals and to also score the most score the most goals in transition. That's my aim for our for our season today. Not today, but for the season. Um also as well, you know, before our record I saw I did see a compact rest defence. I saw um there were times when um, Bournemouth left up Solanke, Anthony, uh, and one other, and Semenyo, I believe. Um, and I saw the way um, we would uh, adjust our rest defence to, to match that. So I think Robo would drop and he would man mark one of them, and then it would be Van Dijk and Kanata. He would man mark the rest. But yeah, I think I saw a lot of good stuff with our rest defence. Um, I was very, 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 very happy with 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 the way we were compact whenever we reached the final third. So whenever we were in the final third, you know, passable around, you know, trying to do overlaps, underlaps, create space, shoot shots, whatever. I was happy with with the way we were able to retrieve the ball quite quickly. You know, um, we we were quite dominant in that sense. Um, our rest defense was better this this game, so that was very, very good. So long may it continue. And yeah, the red card, like that was a red card anyway. I expect that to be overturned. Um, I don't know what. I don't even know why VRD even step in. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like he was stubs up. It was like studs up. Um, it was like a fifty-fifty. He was a bit late. Didn't even look like he hit him that hard. Yeah, it was a weird one. I expect that to be to be overturned. Otherwise, I'll be shocked. Um. So Bozlai, so Bozlai, so Bozlai, sensational man, sensational. He actually replaces Henderson out of position. He fits it. He fits the Henderson role out of position like a glove. Like out of position, so Bozlai is perfect. Like I think that's what makes me. That's what I think that that's why I love him so much. Even though he's been sensational on the ball, but off the ball. He runs like a maniac. Um, he tracks back. Um, he just covers ground like an animal, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, I can't lie. Like, I was shocked. I was, I'm really, 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 really shocked. Like, he's got a lot of energy. A lot of energy. And, yeah, he covers ground like a, like an animal. Like an animal. And, yeah, his running power. His, um, his running power. His um his ability to you know take the ball, know where his teammates are, know where the opponents are, and make a choice and make the best choice using that information. Yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Like he's a very, very good player, and yeah, I'm gonna love him. We're gonna love him. Um, and yeah, top top player. Hopefully, he can keep it going. Next game, Newcastle. I think they even. Wanted him, I think, at, at some point in summer. So let's hope that he can, you know, leave a sore taste in their mouths. But yeah, that was a really, really good game from Sobos. And even McAllister, again, McAllister and build up was really good. You know, he was very, very, very secure in possession. Um, he circulated the ball very well. I'm still a bit iffy about his progression. You know, sometimes I feel like, uh, unless it's that clip ball. To Salah or to the or to the sides, 
I want to see more progressive passes through the lines, you know, more central passes, passes through the center. Um, I think even last game against Chelsea, he was very, very, very um poor at those passes in in the center. So let's hope that you know he can improve. But apart from that, very, very good game from McAllister. Um, but yeah, the new guy, Endo, 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 Endo. I think. Endo, one thing I realised he 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 literally scans quite a bit. He scans quite a lot. So, you know, he 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 definitely has appreciation for space for time. You know, he wants to make sure that when he when he's received the ball, he know he he wants to know what he needs to do when he receives the ball. So that's a good sign, you know. He scans, he can tell that he uses his body very well to protect the ball. Yeah, I think it was a decent, decent, decent um it was a decent debut, you know, he done well, let's hope that he can add that, that added grit out of possession, because I feel like in possession, I don't think we're going to need more from him, apart from just being secure and being able to retain the ball, and able to distribute adequately, but I think out, I think our possession is what I think we really need him to come through for us, so let's hope I'm assuming that I think Klopp probably starts him, probably knowing him. Um, I think Klopp probably starts him in the next game. So let's hope that he can um, do well. Um, but yeah, also as well, I want to say that when we even went down to man, I think Jota, I think last week I kind of went a bit hard on him, but we went to 4-4-1. Jota went to the right. He was in the right wing and Salah went to the center as a nine jota's tracking back was sensational i don't know if yeah he's an animal when it comes to our position jota is an animal and you know a hot line is it's valuable you know it's very 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 valuable i think um trent had to you know defend a few 1v1s or defend a few you know attacks down his side and jota wow yeah yeah, he's good. Out of position, he's good. Um, I still maintain that I do think he should be sold in, but I think out of possession, yeah, sensational. Like I couldn't, uh, yeah, like I was like, wow, like we really needed that, you know, especially as you know, like suppose I said, he said that we needed to stick together to you know play for Maka, play for the team, play for themselves, and they did. You know, I think um Jota especially, man. I think out of position, he's an animal. He's a dog. He's an animal opposition. So, fair play, Jota. Fair play. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, again, I said I I would say as well that you know we we keep the ball much better. We keep the ball much better even after the red card. There was a clear intent in our game to keep the ball, to find a spare man, and then go. It it wasn't just to pass, 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 vertical pass. It was to find the person who's free. Give him the ball, and then from there you have time and space to go, um, and so yeah, that was really, really, really good to see. I think um there was clear intent in the game from us. What I think I knew what we wanted to do, um, I think as well um yeah, like Klopp said, he said that that he didn't even train the four for one, but I think it was very very compact. Um, I think I said last last week that I was disappointed with the fact that Gakpo in particular. Um, didn't whenever he 
whenever we were in our like mid block, Gakpo failed to you know jump out and press the ball carrier whenever they had the ball. Press jump out and press the nearest ball carrier to stop them passing into the center. And I think we done very very well. Whatever. Whenever a, a player received the ball next to a little player, the player was pressured immediately. Um, and pressed in the right way, you know. Press using, you know, trying to make sure that you maintain your cover shadow. So, while you're trying to press the ball, you're making sure that you're not, you know, open up a pass angle for another teammate. So, I think we, we, like, we done really, really, really well in that 4-4-1. Four, four, I think Bournemouth didn't, even, didn't really... They they did you know have a, a few minutes of sustained pressure, but it wasn't it, it wasn't you know what you expect from a team who's or from a team yeah who's got the the man advantage. Um, yeah, I I also said that um Endo as I noticed a a simple but I noticed an Endo block in zone fourteen. So in that space just before just in front of the center. In front of the penny box, that central space, I think there was a there was a free ball and Endo just blocked it, simple blocked it and passed it on. That's what we need, you know. I think we need to someone to screen that defense to make it a bit more harder to get through. And I saw a little instance of that from Endo, so let's hope that that's a continuation. Um, but yeah, I said again, yeah, four for one, compact, two banks of four, blocking central access jumps out. Jumped out to Borkara to prevent passes into side into center while you know maintaining cover shadow. Um, also, I think we wanted them to go to the wide spaces. Like we, yeah, the aim was to block central spaces and to allow them to go into the wide spaces to cross a ball. And obviously, Van Dijk and Konate would always be there to head them away. And yeah, it was a good response to adversity. We stayed calm, played our game. You know, of course, we're going to be under pressure for a while, but I think. More or less, good, 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 good game. Um. So yeah, I think more or less good game. I think um, what do you call it? Um. The game was an improvement from Chelsea game, which is important. I think you know, four games from from two, four points from two games is more or less okay. I think you know. Yeah, we could be probably should have done better against Chelsea, but I think yeah, we uh, looking at the Bournemouth game, going one all down, and then ten man. You know, I think I'll be happy with yeah. I'm I'm happy so far with the with the season so far so far. Um, so far we're we're doing okay. Um, yeah, just that's so yeah, that's the match review preview. Sorry. Just want to quickly talk about the transfer stuff. Um, this morning, Monday, Endo apparently could be our only signing. <clears throat> if that's the case, then you know, I think we can definitely write off top four, or top four will be a struggle. Will be up. It will definitely be an uphill struggle. Um, unless you know, maybe Endo does have a few surprises, but um, yeah, I would say we definitely need to get a six. And a left in the back, if possible. If possible. Um, I don't think we will, though. Um, I also think the links to Graven Birch um, is nonsense, for example. I, I think if we if we get him, that, for me, 
that will know it in the coffin. Like, we don't need someone of his profile. Um, he's a left centre mid in our system. He can play as a double six, but out of possession, he's a, he's a, he's 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 really he's like he's not elite. And that's what we need. We need someone who's more or less thrives out of possession, while having very strong fundamentals in possession. Grabbing Birch on the ball is sensational. But off the ball is where the real problems lie. So, yeah, I'm not keen on him. I don't think we should be going in for him. I think it's probably agent noise because, to me, there's no way Klopp can look at him and, and think he could, you know, raise our ceiling or, you know, improve or to solve any of our problems. So, yeah, I think definitely, definitely, definitely um, need to have keep an eye on that one. I think the Corey could be someone that we go for. He's someone who looks like he could be the one. Um, and I think he, if we get him, it could be a blessing in disguise that we missed out on Saicedo and um, Lavia. Um, he's 23, much closer to his peak, much more, you know, experienced, could probably slot in straight away. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's just a little bit of my transfer talk. Hope you liked it. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode, um, and have a good week, and, and see ya.